Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the one and only and not so lonely Crush It with Creativity podcast with your host, Joy Kelsch. What is that it that we crush in this podcast? Well, anything that poses itself as an obstacle on your path to step into your field of favor gets crushed in this Crush It with Creativity podcast. So, brace yourself for an exciting episode and keep crushing it with your creativity. This is Joy Kosh. with creativity podcast this is your host joy kosh with episode 10 and it is titled protecting your intellectual property the smart way part one of two during my travels through the seemingly nebulous world of inventions and innovations i have come across several questions from newbie inventors revolving around the topic of protecting their intellectual property. These are very important questions on patents, provisional patents, licensing, and theft of intellectual property that demands clarification. While I have covered these in great detail in my book, Invent and Grow Rich and Famous at the Same Time, in this episode, I will address these questions and provide objective opinions based on my own personal experience with IP protection. Here's the first question. Quote, I've read that a provisional patent is best to file right away, as it will lock in my idea for a year before I should file a real patent. Well, what happens if I don't file the real patent? Can someone else steal my idea? Close quote. Here's another question, quote, I hear a lot about licensing and that this is an option for people who don't have a lot of money. When you license, you give away your ownership for a certain amount of time to one company? Can they license my invention and then create a product of my idea themselves? Close quote. And this last question is quite heart-wrenching. Quote, I had an idea, I didn't do anything with it for five years, and then saw it on the store shelf. They stole my idea! Close quote. Quite honestly, I had a similar experience myself when I took no action on my idea of color-changing walls for three years, only to find, to my utter dismay after three years, that someone had already brought a similar product in the market. Lessons learned for sure, and I don't want something so unfortunate to ever happen to you in your journey through this amazing world of innovations. Let us use this general theme of the concerns around this discussion on IP protection and address them in a practical manner. When it comes to inventions, I find many inventors, beginners, or otherwise, tend to devote more time on the legal protection aspect 
to safeguard their grand idea than on the value that their idea could provide to the end consumer for whom it is intended. I can shamelessly admit that I myself have been guilty of such a mindset myself in the early years of my inventing career. I remember being quite upset when my years of intense work, my countless hours of personal sacrifice to invent that revolutionary enterprise software application was rewarded by a complete exclusion from the inventor list on the USPTO utility patent application by my then startup employer. It is an unfortunate myth that has been circulating in the inventor community that if you have an invention, you must protect it with a patent. Patents are expensive, not only to acquire, but more to defend in case of an infringement. So why bother inventing at all if you don't have the funds to get one? It's a shame that such a myth has spread like an airborne virus from the closed confines of inventor circles to the common person out there in the world. And the result is quite sad. Even if they have a billion dollar idea, people and even budding inventors withhold themselves from taking that idea to market with an unfounded fear of loss. So my objective for you in this episode is to bust these myths and reveal the real truths about protecting your invention. Did you know SpaceX never filed a patent for their reusable launch vehicles that have disrupted an entire industry and continues to lead the way in space exploration today? In an interview with a Wired magazine, Elon Musk, the CEO and chief engineer of SpaceX said, we have essentially no patents in SpaceX. Our primary long-term competition is in China. If we published patents, it would be farcical because the Chinese would just use them as a recipe book. Imagine that, such a revolutionary technology and no patents to protect it. I'm not sure if your invention or your idea is more revolutionary than reusable rockets or not, but you may want to take a leaf out of SpaceX's approach to business and consider if it is still worth believing that myth about mandatory patenting your invention. There are major holes in patent law anywhere in the world, and when it comes to international patents, well, that's a grand canyon of a hole that we are talking about. Make a little change here, replace a part there with something that has a different form, if not function, add a few extra bells and whistles, and voila! A copycat obtaining a copy of your patent from the patent office in your country or from any other country could have a new product that they can claim their own. Even after spending years in patent court, mounting stress in life, and blowing a ton of money in litigation trying to defend your position, there may not be much that you can do to guarantee a favorable decision. What SpaceX chose to do instead of registering patents was declare their reusable launch vehicle technology as a trade secret. Unlike patents that can be protected for 20 years, 
trade secrets can be protected for an unlimited amount of time. The search algorithms of Google, the original fried chicken recipe of KFC, the mixture of ingredients by Coca-Cola are other glaring examples of brands that chose not to go the route to patent their inventions, but simply protect it through these trade secrets. As you go about figuring your own IP protection strategy, consider trade secrets as one very viable option, especially if you are going to have your own venture with your invention. The Verge reported an article on April 15, 2020 with the headline, Former Tesla Employees Brought Stolen Documents to Self-Driving Startup Zooks. It continued, Zooks regrets the actions of those employees. In the lawsuit that Tesla filed in March of 2019 against Zooks and four of their own ex-employees, Tesla was able to prove that proprietary information and trade secrets about Tesla's manufacturing and logistics software platform were indeed stolen. According to Reuters, Zooks had to settle the claim and compensate Tesla an undisclosed amount and perform an audit of their employees. First came Uber, then came Lyft. There are 130 patents under Uber as opposed to 18 patents for Lyft. While both are vying for supremacy and territoriality in the same market, Neither of them could secure the patent for the core concept of ride-sharing itself because ride-sharing is an abstract idea and nothing proprietary for either party to claim. Several companies following this one loophole in the law have started local businesses in their own countries and are all legitimate operations. In stark contrast to the high costs of patenting, higher costs of legal defense, and the publicly exposed nature of published patents, with a 20-year maximum period of protection, trade secrets cost literally nothing for unlimited protection of the intellectual property as long as the company strictly follows three conditions. The examples above are some major companies that you know. And I hope you are now in a better position to decide if you really want to go to the rigors of patenting your idea, even if you are going to manufacture your product. Patent law is based on the disclosure and the claims you are making about your invention. Interpretation is based on the perception of the judge reviewing the patent and the arguments brought forth by the attorneys of the defendant and the petitioner, which is usually you. Even though you think that the entity that you've sued has copied your idea and hence violated your patents, the court may not think along the same lines. I'm not saying patenting is useless. It does have its benefits to deter a potential competitor to go elsewhere most of the time. But if your invention is really worth copying and involves a large enough market segment to move the needle of a company, you can bet a dollar to a donut that someone will take a shot at your patent, making some tweaks 
and have their own interpretation of uniqueness of invention. Especially if you are starting out, I recommend that you consider a provisional patent application in the United States and in many other countries. A PPA is not a real patent and patent law does not require you to make it perfect. Patent attorneys would love for you to go for a full patent right off the bat, skipping the PPA. The typical argument is working on a PPA is a waste of money since it really does not protect you. Moreover, they would have to do double work when you are ready to file the non-provisional patent anyway. Filing for a non-provisional patent is expensive and moreover, approval can take anywhere between two to four years in the United States, if at all, depending on the complexity of your invention and how backed up the USPTO are. The USPTO will grant you the priority date, usually on the same day as you file your PPA, and allow you to use the term patent pending in all of your publicly shared materials, giving you instant protection of your idea. When the attorney for the startup that I was working for a few years ago filed a patent for the software application, the USPTO rejected it after about 18 months. Do you think the attorney gave their fees back to the company? Your educated guess is a correct one. Forget the refund of fees the attorney in turn offered to file a revision of the patent. More fees and more time. Do you think he was aware that it is extremely difficult to get a software patent? Yet, his earnest guidance and counsel was to proceed with the patent filing anyway. In his expert opinion, the software was worthy of filing a patent. The USPTO, however, had a completely different judgment. If you are a micro entity in the United States, you can file a PPA for $65 at the time that I am recording this episode. For your country, it should be comparable. A low cost intellectual property protection option. A provisional patent application or PPA in the United States sets you a priority date right on the date of filing and you have 12 months to file your non-provisional patent if you choose. And when you do, the date of your PPA filing gets grandfathered into the date of your non-provisional filing. In effect, the validity of your claims start from the filing date of your PPA. However, if you make dramatic changes to your invention by the time you file a non-provisional, then the USPTO may not grant you the priority date of your PPA because they deem your new disclosure to be materially different. If you are going to license your invention, then I highly recommend that you file a PPA with as much detail as you would for a non-provisional patent application. This is exactly how I typically handle my inventions when I take them through the licensing route as well. I make the level of detail in the disclosure in my PPA as detailed as I possibly could, as if I was authoring the NPPA or the non-provisional patent application. Following a similar strategy will help you zoom in on your licensee marketing messages and collateral. Work with a partner on a possible virtual or physical prototype. 
conduct a very accurate patent search and discuss freely with your licensee. Note that a PPA gives you a priority date for sure, but if the disclosure is not strong enough, somebody you share the idea with may find creative ways to work around your claims and get one of their own. So the PPA is quite a loose protection mechanism when compared to a non-provisional patent, which is why you should be very selective about the parties you share with and be as detailed as possible to cover all aspects of your invention before you even share that information with any third party. Remember the no like trust principle. Trade secrets are great if you are going to have a venture with your invention. And as long as you have a strong corporate policy or a set of policies about confidentiality of your intellectual property that is unambiguously disclosed to your employees at the point of hiring and regular reminders during regular business, you should be pretty much covered. If you are going to license your invention, then a PPA coupled with ideally an NDA or a non-disclosure agreement signed by a senior authorized signatory at your licensee would grant you the protection you need for your invention for one year at least. So let's close this episode at this time. In the next episode, I will discuss more benefits of a provisional patent application and discuss some other options of protecting your intellectual property that are available to you. Now that you are becoming more aware of the strategies of protecting your intellectual property, how would you take this information and relate it with your own invention? Well, my friend, let us close down this episode at this time. If you think this information was valuable to you, I would love for you to share it with your network. Sharing is caring, as I always say, more so when what you share adds value to somebody else's life. That's all I got for this episode. I will see you soon in the next one. And goodbye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to the end of this episode in the Crush It with Creativity podcast. We trust you enjoyed it just like Joy did pouring his heart out to you. Should you feel this episode added value to you, we would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family in your social media networks so that we can impact other lives with our message. Ready to take on a crush it with creativity challenge for yourself and really crush whatever poses an obstacle for you stepping into your field of favor? Visit us at, at www.uniqueimpactability.com for details on the next challenge coming up and sign up for more information. Until the next episode, take care and keep crushing it with your creativity.